0: years of his 15-year sentence. The DA spokesperson on correctional services, James Self, says that he does not believe that Sheikh was ever in the final phase of any terminal disease condition. And he joins us on the line now for more on this. Thank you so much for your time this morning, Mr. Self.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: So this is not the first time that the DA have actually inquired about Shabir Sheikh and his uh, parole and parole conditions. But, of course, uh, in this latest salvo that the DA has uh, fired, you say that uh, he actually has never been close to death. Can you talk us through that?
1: Yeah, well, I think anybody who was um, released uh, in terms of the law as it then was in the final phase of a terminal disease or condition, to die a consolatory and dignified death, uh, who's still living eight years on and uh, has a day off per week in order to play sport, is quite clearly not in the final stages of the terminal disease. So uh, we thought at the time that he was released, uh, in April 2009, uh, that the whole thing was a sham, Uh, I think that uh, belief was shared by the Portfolio Committee on Correctional Services, which is why we changed the law to make it much, much more difficult for people to get out on medical parole now. Uh, But now we find ourselves in an anomalous situation where somebody who clearly isn't terminally ill, eight years on, is still uh, regarded as being terminally ill. And the the reply to the question that I got back from the minister last week said that the they still regard him as being terminally ill. Now, that's clearly nonsense. Uh, And so what we are effectively doing is asking the minister to approach a court to make him just an equitable order around this whole anomalous situation so that Mr. Sheik is either on ordinary parole or referred back to prison, whatever the case might be. Uh, But you clearly can't have somebody who's not terminally ill who's still classified as terminally ill.
0: So what would the recourse be, then, if um, someone who is not terminally ill was actually granted medical parole? Um, who needs to be held responsible in that regard?
1: Well, I mean, all the people concerned, I think, have moved on. I think the person who was most responsible was Lucondi Balfour. Uh, and uh, he ceased to be a member of parliament uh, after the 2009 elections. Um, but uh, And the National Commissioner has subsequently also gone. So it's very difficult to hold somebody accountable. Um, we tried at the time to have the doctor who recommended his release investigated by the Health Professions Council, uh, but that was turned down. Um, so it looked to us at the time like a cover-up was taking place. And I think that if Mr Masuta does not take this matter to court uh, and get it to declarator, uh, then we may have to do so ourselves.
0: Well, we'll leave it there for this morning. Thanks so much for your time there, uh, the DA Shadow Minister of Correctional Services, James South. And for more on this, uh, just to try and understand exactly what the legalities are around this particular matter, we are joined on the line uh, by a law lecturer at the University of Cape Town, uh, Kathy Powell. Thanks so much for speaking to us this morning.
2: Good morning, Mr.
0: So is it possible to have someone who was released on medical parole to have that parole reviewed and ultimately change that uh, to something else?
2: Well, the decision by the parole board to grant uh, Shabir Sheikh medical parole was an administrative decision, and administrative decisions are reviewable. Um, I noticed that the DA is not... Uh, immediately trying to challenge the decision themselves. They're trying to get the minister to do it, which is um, the better first step because... um, the minister is the one to follow up if a mistake was made because it is his department. Um, the DA might have a, a harder job persuading a court that, that they have legal interest if they bring the matter, if they challenge an administrative decision that didn't affect them directly. But um, yes, a, a decision is reviewable. Um, what I find uh, well interesting and problematic is decisions are not reviewable under administrative law by a court on the basis that the court would have decided something else. there are specific grounds of review. And um, the mere fact that the board got it wrong is not in itself a, a ground of review. As long as the decision was uh, taken through the correct process and was not grossly unreasonable, then the decision would be administratively correct. Um, and given that the, the parole board had this medical certificate in front of them, I think it's, it's, it's possible to argue that the decision was correctly taken. Um, I noticed that the DA, however, is moving beyond the actual decision to how the situation looks today with a man out playing golf whom the department has said it considers terminally ill. And um, that, that actually moves beyond the administrative decision and I can understand why they are asking the minister to actually get clarity and, and a correct position on this situation.
0: So as the law stands, uh, there's no way that Shabir Sheikh would go back to prison.
2: I I don't think so. I don't think you can challenge the decision as admin. You can challenge it, but I, I don't think you're going to necessarily be able to prove any of the grounds that would get a decision overturned. Um, in other words, you, you, it's hard to prove bias it's hard to prove that the decision was grossly unreasonable. Um, So I don't think the decision would be the basis of getting Shabir Sheikh back to prison. What the DA seems to be calling on is the minister's uh, power to regulate the ongoing practice of the department. In other words, right now they say, you are saying that somebody is uh, terminally ill when he isn't. And under the law under which he was uh, put on parole, he needed to return the in order to be um, in order to be released. Now, I am um, not sure of the extent of the minister's powers to simply reorganise uh, something in his department when 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 something is wrong right now. Um, I think that uh, Shabir Sheikh could challenge any attempt to try to put him back into prison on the basis that he was lawfully put into parole in the first place. But if you're out on parole, you are out on conditions, um, and that does make um, your parole uh, susceptible to change and review.
0: Is there anything that you've noted that um, would suggest that Shabir Sheikh may have in any way um, acted in a manner that jeopardizes his medical uh, parole conditions.
2: I can only speak from reports that I've read. I, I do know that there was a a, a big controversy after he was um, after he was seen shopping in a, in, a, in a supermarket, um, and that he went and stayed at a at a at a fancy resort. Um, but apparently, the playing of the sport is covered by the parole conditions. Perhaps what is being challenged here are the parole conditions, but I think that is also something that is within the, um, within the discretion of the parole board, and it would be difficult. You have to find concrete grounds to challenge a discretion. Uh, again, a discretion can't be challenged on the basis that the court would have come to a dif- different decision. I think uh, probably the, most, the closest that should be got got to getting his parole revoked was when he assaulted a journalist. Um, he's definitely not behaving as a terminally ill person behaves who's come out to, to die with dignity. Um, but the thing is, the law protects everybody from um, uh, uh, arbitrary action by, by the authorities. And it would be arbitrary action for anybody to be able to really, really just take somebody back to prison who's been released on parole. You have to prove that something's been done wrong first.
0: Well, Professor Peth, uh, Kathy Powell, thanks so much for your time this morning. And Kathy Powell is, of course, a lecturer at the University of.